You are listening to Lady Talk Radio. I'm your host and friend, Stacey Ray. Each week right here, you and I are going to have those much needed, honest conversations about your creativity, your work, your womanhood, your ambition, and so much more. Really, if I'm honest, nothing is off the table here. So pull up a chair and let's talk. I believe ambition is not a dirty word. This is about self-mastery. I decided today I wanted to take the power back. back. Remain in love with life, knowing that despite challenges, there are always solutions. What would happen if we were all brave enough to believe in our own ability? What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. Well, I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. This is about, this is about self, self mastery. mastery. I'm enough, and I'm worthy of love and belonging and joy. Let us work at it together, starting now. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. Today, I was considering closing my office window, but then I decided I don't want it. It's spring here, just outside of Vancouver, BC, where I live, and so you might get some background noise, you know? There might be a little car that drives by, maybe some birds chirping, you know? Maybe you'll hear a little candle crackling in the background. I figured you guys wouldn't appreciate a little real life, you know? Because... I think sometimes as podcasters, we can get really caught up in this whole idea that our sound needs to be perfect. We need to sit at our desks with our perfectly adjusted microphones and pop filters and deliver this like, you know, scripted message. And I'm really noticing this in myself that I want to have more just organic, authentic, real life kinds of experiences on here. So yeah. Uh, so welcome to my office today. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. Often on these chats, I tell you guys what I'm drinking. Sometimes it'll be kombucha. I've joked about burping it in your ear before. Sorry about that. If you've never heard it, don't mind. And, you know, sometimes I have really amazing lattes while we're recording these episodes. Today, though, is a little different. I've got some herba mate here. It's the Guyaki one, if you've ever tried that one, it's super good. And this one's cranberry pomegranate, and it's sparkling. Hello. Uh, I don't intend to make this an ASMR podcast, but if we get a little bit of that vibe throughout, I hope you enjoy it. So today, we're going to have a little cozy chat, as we do, about a few things that I've been doing lately that I've been noticing are really helping me with just showing up in the world and supporting my own mental and emotional health and, you know, just like living as a human being in this weird, wonderful time that we're in. Because let's be real, like it's been kind of weird being a human. I think especially the past few years, it's become like more in focus that our world is imbalanced and there's a lot of crazy shit going on. And you know, it's just, in my opinion, and this doesn't have to be your reality, but in my experience, I'm noticing that it's it's requiring a deeper level of self-care and self-awareness, you know, to be able to, like, feel good and, you know, just really, like, show up as a normal human being. Because some days I'm like, 
I'm not, I'm not okay. You know, I don't want to participate or I feel frustrated or sad or just taken out, you know? And I think it's really normal to be feeling a lot of the sort of runoff of what this pandemic has been and, you know, just like more pressure or more things going on. I think some of you have sort of like been growing up with me through this podcast, you know, like we've all been kind of getting older and I think as we're getting older, I think we have more awareness, right? So there might be even more existential sort of dread or different things going on. And so that is definitely my experience. So I've had to, you can hear my crows. I've had to, okay, sidebar. Crows are actually really dope. If you guys don't know, like I know we think of crows as being kind of pesky. If you don't have them where you're from, they're sort of these like pretty common birds, I guess you could say, um, among cities and stuff. They're these dark black, all black. Their beak is black. Their feet are black. Are they even called feet when they're a bird? I don't know. Um, and they caw a lot, but they're highly intelligent. If you've ever not looked into like what crows are like, they're really powerful. So they're not just a pesky thing. They're actually really beautiful and intelligent and um, instinctual creatures. So anyways, Let's dive into this episode. I lost my train of thought previously because I wanted to talk about crows, but if you've been here for a minute, you know that I do that sometimes. We're all good. So let's talk about some of these things because I've really become, I've, I and I'm, I was going to say I have had to become more intentional. I haven't had to do anything, but I think to live in the way that I like and to feel good showing up in my everyday life, I have had to take on some things. And a couple of those things I'm going to go over with you. I actually formed a little list because it just kind of spilled out of me that I wanted to talk about this stuff because I think we're all sort of realizing that, you know, if life is feeling more pressured or more intense, that it's important to like look at yourself and your routine and how you can support yourself better. And um, I think sometimes we can just fall into those ruts. I think I did about six months ago or so where I was kind of in a little bit of a rut. I was like, None of my old routines or morning routines or any of these things that I was doing were really working anymore. So I really had to like stop. And instead of just kind of bitching about it and being like, eh, I feel terrible, but I'm doing everything that I know what to do. I actually had to like get honest, like what's not working? What isn't feeling good in my life? And so this list I'm going to share with you is a bit of a product of that because these are the things that I've started implementing. So I'm not going to say that I'm an expert at these things or that I am like, you know, doing them perfectly because I'm not, like I said, that I was in a rut like six months ago. So these are pretty new in my world, but they do, they're really working for me. And my intention is not to give you some formula that's going to make your fucking life great because that's on you, baby. But this is kind of what's been working. Maybe you're going to hear some things in here for yourself. If not, you get to come along on this weird, wonderful journey with me through this episode. Either way, it's a win take a sip of your drink. I'm going to take some of my Herba Mate here. All right. Number one on here, and you hear people talk about it all the time. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because I feel like we all fucking know. It's fierce boundaries. Fierce, fierce boundaries with where my attention goes specifically. So who I'm giving my attention to, how I'm distributing my daily capacity of attention. So it's not necessarily with people, like I don't have to necessarily set these boundaries with people. These could be energetic boundaries that I hold around my own energy. So like 
not giving my energy away, not look like kind of looking over the fence and being like, what's happening over there? Like just being super intentional about where I'm focusing. Do I have this part mastered? No, I do not. But I am working on this. And this has been really interesting. It's been a cool exploration for me to kind of just like look at where my energy was going. I think sometimes we assume that we know how our days are going and how things are feeling, but I really encourage you to actually track. There's a an app that I've been using called Toggle. Yeah, Toggle Track. Just look it up online, T-O-G-G-L, and then Track. And that allows you to actually track where your, your time is going. And in my world, because I'm an agency owner, I am a multifaceted entrepreneur, I create a lot of things, I work with a lot of people, you know, that kind of thing, my energy can get pulled in a lot of different directions. And that's just talking about my work, not even like my personal life and my partnership and all this kind of stuff, right? So just starting to put some attention there and go, hey, where is my time actually being spent on a daily basis? If we don't really know what's going on, we can't really refine it or set clear boundaries, right? So for me, it was about first sort of looking at like, where is my attention? What am I spending all my time doing? And then I could kind of refine that a bit too. So there was a lot of this sort of like weird, not clear energy throughout the day where I was like focusing on random shit. And that's fine, obviously, but it was nice to be able to kind of see it visually through this app. And then I could really decide, hey, you know what? I want to have three hours every day during my workday where I'm not interrupted, right? Or I'm not, you know, receiving messages or answering messages or that kind of thing so that I could get really clear around what do I need on a daily basis and like where are those boundaries so that I could inform people in my life if I needed to or sort of like design structures in my life that supported those things, you know? So this can be really cool to play with for yourself. For me, it was using this toggle app and then doing what I like to call like time um, time blocking. Pretty common term. I think a lot of people are talking about it. But for me, it was kind of a newer way of managing my time. So saying, okay, I know that I want to have an hour in the morning to do whatever that I, that I want to do. That hour is like unfuckwithable. You know what I mean? Nobody can book during that time. Nothing else is happening during that time except that that I want to be doing, right? So just really clear boundaries around your time and energy um, can really help like shift some of those kind of wonky feelings, which kind of ties in actually to this next part, because I feel like, again, it's like getting so intentional with how you're managing your time and energy, because running on default, we often think it's going a certain way, but it probably isn't. And there's definitely refinements. And for me, when I really started paying attention to this, I was like, damn, your bitch is on her phone every day. I'm on technology. I'm always plugged in. You know what I mean? And so when I realized that, I was like, damn, I need to have a no tech day. And this just kind of happened actually pretty organically. One day I just kind of woke up. I think it was a Sunday or a Saturday or something. And I was like, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to mess with my phone today. Right. I'm just going to leave it on airplane mode is what it is. I really noticed that it helped me. That day I felt more calm. I was able to kind of collect my thoughts and process a lot of the information I had been intaking all week, right? So kind of processing that and letting my body and my nervous system sort of like re release 
And then I could move into, okay, coming into Monday or whatever the day of the week it is, just feeling more refreshed. So having those weekly no tech days has been really good. And I highly recommend, I feel like more and more of us are starting to realize the importance of unplugging um, and not being available all the time. You know, Um, I think when we're navigating this really, I will say a new reality, I don't know about you, but I feel like our world is very different than it was even three years ago, right? And to sort of like just step back and give yourself a break, especially when social media is so peppered with, you know, kind of doomsday news. And then there's lots of other like new events occurring in the world and new shit going on. And then depending on what you're dealing with personally, like let's say you have a a thing in you where you like to compare yourself to other people going on social media every day, probably not going to be great for your nervous system, right? So I feel like that has been a huge gift, a huge gift, my voice cracked, to myself um, to not have those, not even one day, even two days, whatever, feel it out, you know, but highly recommend that. So good. Um, (laughs) It's interesting because me even having this conversation is kind of weird for me to reflect on because if this had been 10 years ago or something and you asked me, you know, what, what I was doing to kind of like keep myself solid. I probably would have rattled off a list of like really sort of predictable self-care shit. And I feel like some of the things on this list, you would probably expect me to say some of them, you might not. This is probably one of the ones you might not, but I don't know. This one feels a little bit funny. It's taking the time to create systems. As I've gotten older, I've really started to value how much little systems in my everyday life can really support me. I grew up in a way that I was like not a super organized person. I didn't really understand like, you know, I was kind of living for the day or living for the moment. I wasn't really like planning ahead or creating these systems for myself where, you know, it was sort of setting me up for the next day and the next week and the next year, right? As I've gotten older, and started to appreciate the power of systems and the power of time, these kinds of things have really helped me. And these can be anything from like meal prep to even how I put things away in my own house, right? If I have systems to make things easier for myself in the near or distant future, it's like maybe a couple extra seconds of work or a couple extra hours of work one time, but it'll make it easier for myself later. Even just thinking about where this could work for you, I feel like this has been such a really eye-opening and also there's a lot of hidden meanings in there, I think, like when we're not taking care of ourselves on those levels, it's kind of like, I don't know. To me, it was definitely a self-love conversation, but starting to implement more of these systems as I've gotten older and now obviously with so much tech and different things that allow you to even automate things in your life, you know? really beautiful. I know a lot of people have been using Notion to create different charts or tracking or different like implementing notes and different things for themselves or calendars um, to make their life just feel more smooth and organized, you know, and these kinds of things have been really good for my nervous system. You know, I just feel more supported, more supported by myself, more intentional. All of these things have really helped me recently. So take it or leave it. Yo, I'm going to interrupt this flow for just a moment to ask y'all a question. Because I have noticed a lot of you are curious about podcasting or sharing audio experiences with your audience or soon to be audience online. 
If that's the case, have you found yourself getting stopped by the tech stuff, the nitty gritty stuff, the stuff that you don't necessarily want to be busy with all the time? If that's the case, me and my team have created something really unique where we're supporting creators just like you to be able to just turn on their mic and share their wisdom and wit, whatever it might be, and not have to worry about the tech. We got everything from the podcast production and editing to the graphics, intros, sound bites, all the things that you need to bring your audio experiences to people online with ease. If this sounds like you, go to the link in the show notes, your media, Y-O-O-R media.com forward slash studio. We can't wait to hear from you. I think part of my point here is whatever age you're at now, right? You're obviously old enough to be listening to my podcast. So I think you're probably old enough to be inquiring into yourself and, you know, increasing your awareness of yourself and your life and your patterns and your habits and your cycles and all of these kinds of things, right? I've been recently really looking at myself kind of zoomed out. So looking at some of my patterns and like what stresses me out or where am I getting stuck or like what kind of throws me off my game and how can I support myself better? I think these kinds of inquiries can be so helpful in just really navigating, um, you know, I think self-love as a concept is really great, right? But if we're not actually like, actioning it and being like, Hey, I really care for myself. And I can see that these things typically take me out. Like if you know, like me, that every time that your period is coming, probably like two days before you're going to get really emotional and feel really shitty and not want to really interact with a lot of people. I can design my life in a way that, um, can actually like be easier. You know, if it's those two days of the month or it's something that I need around that time or don't want to do, like, I'm not going to book 10 meetings the day before my period. Not a good idea, right? Just an example. But I think just kind of zooming out on yourself and really getting honest and tracking how you generally move through your life and these different cycles and ups and downs. Because honey, we are all in the cycles, okay? No one is exempt. We are all having the different ups and downs of life. It is normal and it is healthy. I think the big thing that I'm learning in my own life right now is, okay, now I know I have those ebbs and flows. How do I support myself when I'm in the ebb? (laughs) You know, what do I need? How can I make that easier, more loving, more chill, um, that kind of stuff. So that's a work in progress for me. It's something that I'm really learning a lot about right now in myself and it's easy to talk about it. It's, it is more complicated to implement these things, you know? So I'm not saying that this is going to be easy, but I think you deserve it, right? We deserve it. We deserve to have a life that works for us, right? So yes. Cause I gotta be real with you. I feel like my personal mental health has been a bit of a dump yard. Like the past year, I think it just started to feel like a lot of what was going on in the world and just feeling like, you know, gosh, so many factors, but yeah, I was a bit of a hot mess there for a bit. Um, and I feel like it's so funny. I, I really used to believe it's like, I would tune out the fact that other people would struggle with these things. I was like, no, it's just me. Like my life is more of a mess than anyone. But the reality is, is we're all, we're all, we're all glamorous messes. You know what I mean? Um, some of the like things in my life that have been making it real good amidst these wild times. I got a few more things to share that I feel like really make a difference. One being candles. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I never used to appreciate a good candle. And now like 
I barely work in my office without a candle. Like if there isn't a candle going, mm, I am clearly still half asleep because that is uh, non-negotiable these days. I have three <laughs> going right now on my desk. Um, and it's like simple things like that, you know, that just bring me into the moment and help me remember those simple moments of appreciation and delight and beauty. And it's just yummy. You know, um, I always used to think of like candles as like, it was about the scent or it was about the aesthetic of it. And yeah, cool. Those are all great things. But I feel like now the candle to me is more of a representation of like, I took the time to sit here and create that space and light that candle like it's it's intentionality right and I feel like we can do that in so many ways like even I noticed that when I was plating my own food if I was plating a meal for my partner or for a friend or my mom or someone I would like make it really nice and be like oh I'm gonna put like a little bit of garnish here you know I like really would make an effort and then it would come to mind and I would just like slap it on the plate and like it'd be like upside down you know I feel like little things like that where you're like, you're the VIP bitch. You are the one, <laughs> you know, in your life, you are the main character. So give yourself that space. And that could mean lighting some candles for yourself or buying the expensive face cream. I don't know. Do yourself a favor and just do what feels good for you. You know, there was something that my coach, Cami Peterman, uh, she said something to me recently that it really, honestly, like in the moment it felt really simple and subtle and I realized that it is, but how I processed it and how it's become this, like this practice of noticing these things. Anyways, I'll tell you what it was that she said first. She said, well, actually I'll give you some context. I showed up to my call with her and I'm just giggling because, you know, when we call somebody a coach, it's like, I feel like you know, in element, yes, she definitely coaches me, but it's definitely therapeutic too. Like, don't fool yourself. This woman is also a therapist, you know? Um, anyways, I showed up at our session. I was feeling pretty fucked up. I was like really sad about something and just feeling like I was just feeling really off. You know, when you get into that like funky place in your mind and you do all the things you know to do, but you can't get out of the funk and you're just like looping in this like weird angst. I was like that. So I show up to the session and I'm just like laying it on the table. I'm like, this is where I'm at, right? I'm, I'm struggling with these persistent feelings today of like sadness and angst and anger, whatever. And I, but I said, 30% of the time I feel great. And then 70% of the time I feel batshit crazy. And we started to unpack that. And what she said to me, which was really, like I said, subtle and really simple she said, focus on the 30%. Like what would happen if you focused on the 30%, right? That you felt great 30% of the time. Amidst the world right now and all the crazy shit that's going on, right? 30% is pretty good, <laughs> you know? But instead, the whole idea that I was in was like, I was focusing on this problem. I was like, I got 70% of the time, I'm in this turmoil. I'm in this, this feeling, you know? And as soon as I stopped focusing on that 70% and I was like, damn, 30% of the time I feel magnificent. You know, that 30% went up to 
right? Because I was, suddenly I was like more in a place of gratitude and awareness of like, I'm feeling really good, right? And so I would sort of focus on that. And then I also noticed that when I was in the 70 or 60% aisle where I wasn't feeling that great, I could have this deeper understanding that it was temporary. You know, it was like, oh, I know I'm getting back to that 30% soon, right? So it was like, it brought a lot of comfort, but also a lot of clarity and just let, let me practice that awareness like more fluidly, if that makes sense. So, I mean, it was revelatory for me. So I highly recommend just kind of giving yourself some space to really get honest. Like how much of the time am I feeling great? Because if you're focusing on the the stress and the anxiety or the fears and stuff that's going on, I feel like we can get really caught up in this idea that it's all the time. Like I'm feeling so stressed all the time versus being able to go, wow, I have moments where I do feel the pressure of the world or I feel upset or whatever, right? But I also can see that, you know, 50% of the time, I'm actually really in my zone, right? And that's something to celebrate, right? Like being in your zone 50% of your life, that's something to celebrate, you know? Even the fact that you have the awareness of that feeling is great and something to celebrate. So anyways, something else I've been doing recently that has really just been delightful. And I saw this like, I think it was a reel going around like last week. Um, I can't remember who it was. It might've been, I don't want to say it might've been someone. I think it was Mel Robbins though. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways, somebody was saying it was, the audio was someone famous that we know. And she was saying to schedule joy, like just schedule joy into your life. Like it was a doctor's appointment. Like it was your session with your coach or your counselor. Like it was, you know, a yoga class, schedule joy and play and like enjoy your life, you know? I think that this has been a theme that's been arising in a lot of us. And I know through this whole pandemic, I definitely noticed that my capacity to work or even my desire to work so much was dissipating. It was like, I want to work less and live more, you know, or I want to experience more, right? So give yourself that. If that's what you're feeling right now in this season, hey, you don't have to keep showing up like a robot. That's not who you are. You know, you're like a wonderful human being. Schedule some joy, honey. And take a sip of your drink, because I know I am. Every time I do that, I feel so ASMR. Anyways, if you don't know what ASMR is, it's super interesting. I discovered ASMR a few years ago, and it totally tripped me out. Anyways. Also, schedule time. This comes back into my first point. Schedule time where you educate yourself on current world happenings. Here's what I mean by this. Instead of like every time you open your phone, you're being bombarded with posts about school shootings or this happening or crazy shit is going on in this part of the world. Um, Instead of just always being available for that, have fierce boundaries around it. Like when are you going to engage in those conversations? Because I do think it's important that we don't tune it out that we don't pretend it's not happening, you know, or that we just, you know, are just um, completely just unaware of what's occurring for other people, right? I think it's important that we take the time to educate ourselves is what I'm saying. But schedule time for that. Have a designated time for that. Maybe you don't need to schedule it in, or maybe you just need to have an allotted amount of time. Like, I'm not going to read the news or do 
be in that conversation for more than 30 minutes a day, you know, or something like that, just to give yourself some containers with it. I find this really helps me versus just like always being open to it and potentially like, you know, scrolling Instagram and getting bombarded with all of this information that then's going to throw my energy off for the day, right? Because I don't know about you, but I find things like that upsetting. And I find there's like this part of me that's really like justice oriented that I can get really fired up about like just equality and respect and freedom of choice. And, you know, I can get really fucked up about that, you know, and, and rightfully so, you know, but also I don't want to be, you know, in the middle of my day when I'm trying to do something that requires my heart to be open and my, you know, to be clear and just like focus on something creative or whatever to suddenly be sidetracked into another conversation about what's occurring, right? So to me, it's really important that A, I'm aware and I'm educating myself and being informed and, you know, making sure that I'm contributing to the causes that matter to me, right? But to not have it be consuming my everyday life or just be coming in hot whenever it feels like it. As if you're not careful, I think especially with social media now, it's like we're literally being bombarded with news all the time. And if you're a creative like me, or you're neurodivergent in some way, maybe you have ADHD or something going on, it's not going to be supportive to you to always be just ping, 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 getting all these notifications and different information thrown at you. So I think getting really intentional has been so helpful for me with my time, my attention, my capacity, like how much I want to take on, how much I want to be available to people in my life, friends, family even community or clients, like being so intentional about where my energy goes out has been so rewarding. You know, I know we all know this stuff to a degree. You're probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, Stacy, right? You know this stuff. I knew this stuff. But until we actually practice it and like really put it in motion, it's all just a concept, you know? But I think when when this started to shift for me and I started to own this new energy and like, what is this season? I really noticed how, when I respected it, when I was like, yeah, that's what I need. And I went and did it. I noticed this like drastic change, you know, just in my own being, like how I actually feel on a daily basis. And also just, I think when we, when we actively take care of ourselves and we do things that are symbols to ourselves that we care and that we matter, you know, and you build this self-trust, right? Where you're like, I got me. I got me, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, I think we often will sort of search. I know when I get into a bit of a rut, I tend to sort of look outwards. You know, that's one of my go-to is to be like searching outside of myself, whether that's art or personal development or therapy, or I'm looking outside of myself for a way to feel better often, right? But I know you've heard it before, right? I know that you know this stuff, but it's like, it's really in you, right? Nobody's coming to save you, babe. You know, I know you've heard that before. It sometimes can land a little bit brash, but the reality is, is like you are in charge of creating your happiness and your joy and your delight for life. And if what's currently going on is feeling extra hard for you, it's your job to make sure that you do everything you can, right? And these things can be free. They don't have to be things that you have to pay for or invest in or, you know, like have someone else help you with. 
right? These are things that you personally can create for yourself. And sometimes it's just little things like lighting candles that can help bring you back into that appreciation for life. But it could be more. It could be anything I shared. It could be anything, right? To just give yourself that space because it's on you, babe, you know? And that's a beautiful thing. I, I think sometimes when I heard that statement, I'd be like, oh, you know, that means that it's just all on me. I have to make a difference. It feels so hard, you know? But the truth is, is if it's on you and it's your job to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're happy and you're letting go of things that aren't serving you, that means that you don't have to wait on anyone else, right? You got that, right? So go get it. Go take good care of yourself. Maybe it does mean taking a closer look at how your day or your week or your life is moving to support yourself at this different season, because we're always changing, you know? Like I said at the beginning, the routines I had six months ago don't even touch what I need now, you know? So give yourself that grace. I love you all so much. We're going to chat really soon, okay? Okay.